Okay, guys, thank you for tuning in to Prophet to the Nation, Autumn Miller's podcast. Always as usual, having technical difficulties. <laughs> the devil is a liar. But today's show, I know you guys probably missed me. I ain't seen you in a while. I've been taking a break, but felt led to come on today and share uh, Pastor Stevie Lottix from the Tri-State uh, Ministry Center, I believe that's how the name of it. I believe, I'm sorry, it's in Hyman, Pennsylvania, but I've been to his church. It is a blessed church. I had an awesome power move of God. I had a great experience in the Lord that I'll never forget. I'll carry with that me, with me, uh, for a long time. But, uh, I like, I like Pastor Stevie because he kind of reminds me of myself. Like he's always on fire for God and, and, uh, I don't know. He just gets me lit. <laughs> That's what we like to say. He just gets me lit. And he kind of reminds me, like, because I love Jimmy Swagger, too. So he kind of reminds me, like, a little bit of Jimmy Swagger and uh, and all that. But um, I wanted to share some of his messages. Normally, he goes live on Facebook. You can hear him. And uh, he, he'll jump out anywhere. He'll jump out. If God speak to him, he'll jump out the highway and preach right there. He'll be in Walmart, preach right there, like many of us do. But it just it just hits you right. Like, you know, like, when he starts talking, like, it's kind of like a storyteller, but at the same time, he's, he preaches. But at the same time, like, his word is like, oh, you're going to change after you hear that. Like, you're going to make you think right. Not everybody can do that. He has the ability to uh, be used by God in that measure. Now, he could See, I could take Pastor Steve with me. We can go to the hood. <laughs> we can go to the hood. We could go to Mexico. We go anywhere in the world, and he'd be able to, to relate and touch that group of people. You can't do that with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that right, Pastor Mark? You can't do that with everybody. Well, Pastor Stevie, like Pastor Stevie, come on, look, we're gonna go down southeast BC and we're gonna um we're gonna go minister. You ready to roll? Pastor Stevie be right there with Yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> so I just wanna share some of his messages before I get into it. I want y'all to share and uh tag whatever that y'all like to do. I wanna play a song for you, as y'all know I like to do. So let me get this ready. Let me share right now and let people know that I'm on um how you guys doing where you been how things have been so crazy and uh I'm on a little vacation the Lord told me to take a two-week vacation so I'm trying to take a vacation but y'all know how that go your mom wife kids so I'm just uh give me one second guys I'm just getting uh notifications out okay so i wanted to share i normally do what god puts on my heart you know i'm at a i share my platform with whoever god gives me um you know i'm not i'm not just all it's all about me it was really it's about jesus christ you know what i mean some people they don't want to lift other people's ministry up or they got a good word to share because what I might say might not reach you, but what he might say and how he said it may uh, reach you. And I believe that God wants somebody to hear this tonight. But before we go into it, all right, before we get there, I want to let y'all hear this song that the Lord put on my heart tonight. I woke up this morning and was just like, oh, okay, this is what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. 
I'm going to use it. She said, I woke up with the Holy Ghost. I know that's right. That's what we need. Come on, somebody. I love that. I've been playing that all day long. I said, thank you, Jesus. I needed to hear that. Amen. Hold on one sec here, guys. I'm going to pull up his message. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Stevie Lottie. I'm going to play what he said here. This is going to bless you. I know I know it blessed me. It's going to bless you. Technical difficulties here. We'll try to get it straight now. All right. Let me see here. One second, guys. Bear with me. Bear with me. Good evening, everybody. This is Stevie Lydig. I'm up here outside of Walmart and. You know, a lot of people are talking about this coronavirus, and people are in panic, and they're asking all kinds of questions. Is this the end of time? Are these the last days? Well, quite frankly, I've been feeling that we're in the last days uh, for a long time, and I believe that uh, the Bible warns us of these days. Listen to what the Word of God says here. Look in uh, Luke chapter 21. It says, and there will be signs in the sun and the moon and in the stars and on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and expectation of those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. That's what God's word says. God's word says, man, that people are going to be fearful. That men's hearts are going to fail them for fear looking at the things coming upon the earth. I saw a video last night when they told a certain billionaire uh, about the NBA canceling the season. Season, He just flopped back in his chair, just like flailed back, like he just, uh, like, just like acted like he fainted. But the first thing that came into my mind and into my heart was the scripture verse that says men's hearts are going to fail them for fear looking after the things that are coming upon the earth. But I want you to know, this book right here, the Bible, that's all you need. That is all you need. That's going to get you through. Jesus did warn us. He said that there's going to come a time where uh, the world will end, that this age will end. And uh, we know that he's coming back. The Bible says then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. You know, you need to be looking for the Lord right now. You need to be looking for the Lord. And I'll tell you something, man. Uh, Everyone's worried about the coronavirus, but people need to be worried about the sin virus. <laughs> they need to be worried about their soul. They need to be worried about where they stand with God right now. Oh, my God. Because that's what's important. I believe we are in the last days. I've, I've been saying it to the point I think I've, I've wore people out saying it since 2010. Now, here we are. There's lines in Walmart. My wife just texted me and said, man, the lines are crazy in there getting what she needs to get. People's clearing out the shelves. Uh, they're buying things up. They're hoarding. They're shutting down the NHL. They're shutting down the NBA. They're going to be playing the National College Basketball Championships in empty stadiums. And when I heard that last night, this is what hit my spirit. This is what hit my heart. That the Titanic is sinking, but the band's playing on. And I don't know if that just means for our country or the world, but we got to be ready for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't care what people think of me. I know the Lord's coming back. He told us that these signs are going to happen. Fearful pestilences, men's hearts failing them for fear, looking at the things that are coming upon the earth, brother, and there's fear everywhere right now. 
And maybe people say, well, it's unwarranted. Well, maybe it is. But Jesus Christ warned us in his word that we would see pestilence. We would see famine. We would see wars. We would see earthquakes. We would see signs in the heavens and signs in the earth. And he said, when you see these things, he said, get ready. Because he said, you're going to see the Son of Man coming with power and great glory. Brother, I'm not looking to move into a cave. I'm not looking to just shut down and throw in the towel. But Jesus said, when you see all these things, lift up your head because your redemption draws nigh. That your redemption's drawing nigh. Ladies and gentlemen, your redemption is drawing nigh. And we're seeing the signs right now. We're in the last days. I don't know if we got months, years. I don't know. But this should be a, a moment in time where we can witness our faith and tell people, Jesus Christ told us that the earth was going to go through some terrible things. Terrible things. If the Bible is true, and it's true, things aren't going to get better in the world, my friend. Things aren't all of a sudden going to just hit a... Hit an easy streak. No, Jesus said, man, things are going to grow worse and worse. And I'll tell you what else he said. He said the love of many would wax cold. He said sin will be everywhere. And because the iniquity abounds all over the place, that the love of many would wax cold. In other words, people are going to chase after the, the evil things of the world and stop chasing after God. Yeah. But now's the time to shake yourself, man. Now's the time to get right with God, get right with the Lord Jesus Christ. Make sure that it's well with your soul. Because the Bible says the Son of Man is going to come at an hour when you think not. And I told my kids today, I sit them down, and I said, listen, Dad wants to tell you something. I don't always say... Listen, I said, everyone's joking about this virus, and I know it's one of them things. I said, but we need to understand that Jesus Christ could come back. This could be the start of the beginning of the end. This, this could be the birth pangs that's giving away into the great tribulation. And I frankly reached a place, man, where I want to proclaim it from the house talks. People's not right with God. They need to get right with God. They need to understand that the Bible warned humanity that days like this would come. The Bible told us that we need to be ready, that we need to know we're right with God. So listen to me, man. I want to tell you one more thing before I jump off here. About a month ago, God laid something on my heart. And, and, and I know this is switching gears, but you got to hear this. This is very important for you to hear and tell your kids about. That God laid on my heart about a month ago that as we get close to the end, there's going to be a transition where the temporary blindness that was that's been on the Jews is going to get over onto the Gentiles. And it really startled my heart because Jesus said right before he comes back, it would be as it was in the days of Noah. And in the days of Noah, my friend, the ark door got shut and it would not open back up. It would not open back up. So I want you to know, man, you got to be ready. You got to know your heart's right with God. Don't be fooling around. Make sure you're in the ark of Jesus Christ. Make sure you're prayed up and make sure you're looking up because he's coming again. God bless you tonight at uh, probably nine o'clock. Brother John Glencoe is going to be doing a live show talking about the end times. Don't miss that tonight. Be blessed. Okay. Praise the Lord, everybody. I hope that you were able to hear that as usual. We always have an, um, Hope you was able to hear that. We're always having technical difficulties, I swear. Lord, help me. Jesus, <laughs> help me. 
Okay, I got one more. Hold on here. Bring it up for you guys. I want to see if it will play. Okay, hold on, guys. All right. And sometimes, man, I feel like all I can do is just cleave to the Lord. That's how I'm talking right now, man. Just cleave. No matter what happens, no matter what comes on the news, no matter what I go through, no matter what kind of doubts the devil tries to bring into my life, I'm just holding on, God. And no, I don't understand it all. And yes, sometimes it's very hard. And yes, sometimes Satan is pulling on me, trying to pull me away, but I just got to cleave. Barnabas showed up and said, with all your heart, cleave. Cleave. Brother, that's talking about more than putting a couple fingers on something and just making sure it's always there. That's how a lot of us do. See, we, we, we play this game with God. Right, like right here's the world. and uh, right, right here's the world. And right here's the church. And, and we'll do this. Uh, okay, he's still there. What happens when you do this? Like Samson. Barnabas showed up and said, Cleave. Cleave. And I feel right now, man, we're in a cleaving state. That the church is in a cleaving state, man. Don't try to scientifically rationalize things. Just hold on to the cross. Hold on to the Word. When you don't understand it, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And if the ship feels like it's going down, just hold on. Wow, amen. That was that was a good word. Oh my gosh. Shh. I tell you guys. I was driving with somebody yesterday, and uh, I was in the passenger side. My buddy was driving. We had another friend in the back. We about got a pretty bad wreck. I mean, it was just the Lord that we didn't get in a wreck. And, uh, you know, the vehicle would have been a T-bone, and the the vehicle went out around us. And then uh, it was so close. I mean, it could have been just like that. We could have been in a bad accident. Thank God nothing happened. But, you know, that's how quick. That's how quick. The Bible says, don't boast about tomorrow. Because you don't even know what tomorrow holds. You know, we jump in the truck, heading up the road, going to do something. All of a sudden, we we was almost in a bad accident. And you think... That you'll have time to pray, you know, that you'll you'll have time to say, Jesus, save me or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. But you don't have that kind of time. No, we don't. You just look up, it's happening. It's like freeze frame. Frames are just kind of going slow motion. And you don't have time to say much. 
Look out, watch. There it is. And thank God we weren't in a bad accident. But just like that, you can be out into eternity. Just in a split second, you can be standing before God. Tomorrow's promise to no man. What about you? If your soul was to be required of you right now, right now, and as I'm speaking this message to you, I just got a text message on the top of my iPhone that said somebody just passed away. That, 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 that I know. As I'm speaking this message to you, I got a text message Let me know that somebody I know has passed away. So, you know, that's just confirmation. As I'm talking to you, that message just come across my phone. Now, now you consider the brevity of life and the certainty of death. And you'll spend a lot of time in your life, most of us, you know, trying to put money back, worried about, you know, the future. And, and there's nothing wrong with those things. But what about your eternal future? The Bible says we're on this earth 70, maybe 80 years. If you go 80 years, you're likely to have more problems physically. The Bible says that our life's very brief, very brief, very short. But we are a spirit. We live in a body. We possess a soul. And the Bible tells us that when our body goes to the ground, our spirit goes back to God who gave it. The Bible says one day all will stand before God. The small, the great, the rich, the poor, the sea will give up the dead that sent it. And all men will stand before God. Now on that day, what will you say? All that matters on that day is if your heart's right with the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? That's all that matters. And there's always someone who says, well, what about people in third world countries? And what about those people that never heard the gospel? Listen, God will take care of all that. But you are accountable for what you know and understand. You are accountable. If you've heard the gospel, you're accountable to the gospel. You're not going to skate by this thing on Judgment Day and say, well, you know, I wasn't raised that way or... Uh, you know, I, I didn't really, uh, you know, get involved with. No, you're going to be accountable for what you know and understand. And that is different for all of us. But if you know and understand what I'm saying right now, what are you going to tell God? Why are you going to say, well, I, I never went to church. Well, why? I never read my Bible. Well, why? Do you understand the word of God? Do you understand the message of Christ? What will your excuse be? What excuse? And, and there will be those with no excuse. And the Bible's clear about that. You will be accountable for what you know and understand. Now, if you were in a third world indigenous tribe down in South America or something like that, and all you understood is someone made the moon and made the stars, and you didn't have an understanding, you only had a small modicum of truth to navigate by, then you're not going to be accountable for everything that someone that understands the gospel of Jesus. Christ. God will deal, deal with all that. But I'm talking to you. What do you know? What do you understand? And what kind of excuse would you give God if you stood before him for never darkening the door of a church, never giving up your money to support God's work, never giving up what you've been blessed with to support God's work on earth? Listen, this is just a, 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 a personal introspection moment here. What will you tell God? There's a, there's, there's, there's God's works all over the place. There's, there's 15 churches just in this valley or 20. What will your excuse be for driving by the church and going fishing every Sunday? 
We're driving by the church and going and playing golf every Sunday. We're driving by the church and, and going and doing whatever. What will your excuse be? And the reality is, you will give an account. I will give an account. We will give it. The reality is, there is a day that you will stand before your Creator. What are you going to tell him? I was too busy. I didn't have enough time. He knows the truth about you, man. He knows the truth about your situation. He knows the truth. You can fool me. You can fool your wife. You can fool everybody, but you can't fool God. And on Judgment Day, there won't be no skating by. You'll be you'll be faced with direct questions about your life. What did you do with the truth? Did you ignore it? Did you bury it? Why didn't you make a public stand for Christ? Why didn't you ever get baptized? Because you didn't think it was important? He gave you his word. He gave you his word, man. You are accountable for what you know and understand. Not what your mother understands. Not what your father understands. When you reach the age of accountability, everything changes. And you all are accountable for what you know and understand. And I just want to challenge you. I mean, just like that yesterday, man, we could have been in a wreck standing before God, standing in eternity. It's real then. It's real. God's not going to ask you for your bank account number. He's not going to ask you, uh, you know, how many degrees you had while you were. He's going to ask you real true questions about your life. I felt strongly in my heart to share this. We will all stand before God one day and give an account. The Bible says to whom much is given, much will be required. In our country, we have been given Dumped, dumped upon with blessings by God. What do you know and understand? And what have you done with it? What are you doing about it? What if you lost your soul? The most important thing you have in your life is your eternal soul. What if you lost it? There's no getting it back. What if you lost it? What if you're losing it right now? What if it's slowly slipping away? What if eternity with God is slowly slipping away? Man, that's something you've got to hit the emergency brake on right now. You've got to fix that today. Right now. Today you've got to fix that. <laughs> Call upon the name of the Lord. Get your family around the table. Tell them, tell them, we're going to church. We're getting this thing straightened out. Enough's enough of living by our own rules, playing by our own book. We're getting the, the instructions out. We're going to build our family on the Word of God. People say, well, I've never done that. Well, do it now. Do it now. Text your wife right now. Text your husband. Say, it's time we get our family back on the right road, serving God, doing what God has told us to do. You will give an account for how you raised your family. You will give an account. Jimmy Swaggart said the greatest child abuse of all is raising children and never teaching them about God or His Word. You're not smart enough to raise your kids by your own ideas. You're not smart enough. You don't know enough. You need this book. This is the basic instructions before leaving earth. Right here. It's not an American book. We're just blessed to have been evangelized too, and we have a copy in English, man. It's not an American religion. It's for China, and it's for Africa. It's for the world. He is the, the Savior of the whole world, and His message is for the whole world. What do you know and understand? 
That's what you will be accountable for. It's time for you to look yourself in the mirror. A gut check time. To look yourself in the mirror. And ask some real questions. I'm going to tell you, this is where you'll find the real answers. Tomorrow ain't promised. Our next breath ain't promised. The trumpet could sound right now. The trumpet of God could sound right now. Do you think you're smarter than this book? This book has lived to preach the funeral of everybody that ever doubted it. I'm called to go to preach funerals all the time. They don't tell you to bring time life. They don't tell you to bring a dictionary or encyclopedia. No, man, you bring the Word of God. You bring the Word of God. It's the only just balance by which souls can be weighed. This book will visit you. This book will visit you after you die. The books will be open one day. You don't think this book will be there? Make sure you're right with God. Ask yourself, my soul is to be required of me now. Would I go to heaven or hell? What would I tell God? Have I been ignoring God? Have I been running from God? Have I been driving by his house without a thought? Hit the emergency brake. Get it right with God. Start there. Because unless God builds your house, you labor in vain Amen. to try to build it. And if you want to get things right with God, just say this prayer. If God's knocking on your heart, just say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm on the wrong road. There's been alarms going off in my heart. I know I've got to get things right with you. And I ask you now to forgive me, cleanse me in thy blood. I want to get back on the straight and narrow, or I want to get back on it for the first time. Save me, Lord. Save me. Forgive me, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all. A simple a simple cry out to God. The thief cross. Didn't say much. He was dying. But don't wait till you're there because you might not have a chance. But he was being crucified, knew he was dying. And Jesus was next to him. And at first, he didn't believe. At first, he was skeptical. But right before he died, he said, Lord, remember me. When you come into your kingdom, remember me. Remember me. And Jesus turned to him, this man who had lived a horrid life of sin and crime. And Jesus looked at him in his last breath and said, Today you'll be with me in paradise. And there's been many people call out to God right before they die and God saves them. But hey, I'll tell you what, yesterday that wreck happened so quick. It could have happened so quick. We were almost in a terrible wreck. I told the story at the beginning of this feed. But it didn't happen. God spared us. But it happened so quick. It was playing out so quick. You didn't have time to repent. Yeah. You didn't have time to repent. You didn't have time to, to say a prayer, man. You Listen, a lot of people, a lot of people don't have that time to get right with God. Thank God for those who have. The thief on the cross did. But some people don't ever have that time. You are accountable for what you know and understand. To whom much is given, much is required. What are you doing with Jesus Christ? What are you doing with all these churches in the valley? A lot of them. Amen. I want to go back. and uh, I had it pre-recorded. But I want to go back and play this again. I'm going to close out with this last one that he said. Pastor Stevie, boy, he, he stirs me up. Oh, 
His church is a, a big blessing in my life. Hold on. Good evening, everybody. This is Stevie Lighting. I'm up here outside of Walmart, and, you know, a lot of people are talking about this coronavirus, and people are in panic, and they're asking all kinds of questions. Is this the end of time? Are these the last days? Well, quite frankly, I've been feeling that we're in the last days uh, for a long time. And I believe that uh, the Bible warns us of these days. Listen to what the Word of God says here. Look in uh, Luke chapter 21. It says, And there will be signs in the sun and the moon and in the stars and on the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. That's what God's Word says. God's Word says, man, that people are going to be fearful. That men's hearts are going to fail them for fear looking at the things coming upon the earth. I saw a video last night when they told a certain billionaire uh, about the NBA canceling the season. Season, He just flopped back in his chair, just like flailed back, like he just... Like just like acting like he fainted, but the first thing that came into my mind and into my heart was the scripture verse that says men's hearts are going to fail them for fear, looking after the things that are coming upon the earth. But I want you to know this book right here, the Bible. That's all you need. That is all you need. That's going to get you through. Jesus did warn us. He said that there's going to come a time where uh, the world will end. That this age will end. And uh, we know that he's coming back. The Bible says then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. You know, you need to be looking for the Lord right now. You need to be looking for the Lord. And I'll tell you something, man. Uh, everyone's worried about the coronavirus, but people need to be worried about the sin virus. They need to be worried about their soul. They need to be worried about where they stand with God right now. Because that's what's important. I believe we are in the last days. I've, I've been saying it to the point I think I've, I've wore people out saying it since 2010. Now, here we are. There's lines in Walmart. My wife just texted me said, man, the lines are crazy in there getting what she needs to get. People's clearing out the shelves. Uh, they're buying things up. They're hoarding. They're shutting down the NHL. They're shutting down the NBA. They're going to be playing the National College Basketball Championships in empty stadiums. And when I heard that last night, this is what hit my spirit. This is what hit my heart. That the Titanic is sinking, but the band's playing on. And I don't know if that just means for our country or the world, but we got to be ready for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't care what people think of me. I know the Lord's coming back. He told us that these signs are going to happen. Fearful pestilences, men's hearts failing them for fear, looking at the things that are coming upon the earth, brother, and there's fear everywhere right now. And it may be people say, well, it's unwarranted. Well, maybe it is. But Jesus Christ warned us in his word that we would see pestilence. We would see famine. We would see wars. We would see earthquakes. We would see signs in the heavens and signs in the earth. And he said, when you see these things, he said, get ready. Because he said, you're going to see the Son of Man coming with power and great glory. Brother, I'm not looking to move into a cave. I'm not looking to just shut down and throw in the towel. But Jesus said, when you see all these things, lift up your head because your redemption draws nigh. That your redemption's drawing nigh. Ladies and gentlemen, your redemption is drawing nigh. 
and we're seeing the signs right now. We're in the last days. I don't know if we've got months, years. I don't know. But this should be a, a moment in time where we can witness our faith and tell people Jesus Christ told us that the earth was going to go through some terrible things. Terrible things. If the Bible is true, and it's true, things aren't going to get better in the world, my friend. Things aren't all of a sudden going to just hit a hit an easy streak. No, Jesus said, man, things are going to grow worse and worse. And I'll tell you what else he said. He said the love of many would wax cold. He said sin will be everywhere. And because the iniquity abounds all over the place, that the love of many would wax cold. In other words, people are going to chase after the, the evil things of the world and stop chasing after God. But now's the time to shake yourself, man. Now's the time to get right with God, get right with the Lord Jesus Christ. Make sure that it's well with your soul. Because the Bible says the Son of Man is going to come at an hour when you think not. And I told my kids today, I set them down. And I said, listen, Dad wants to tell you something. I don't always say, it doesn't always come out the way I want it to. But I told my daughters and my wife, I said, listen. I said, everyone's joking about this virus. And I know it's one of them things. I said, but we need to understand that Jesus Christ could come back. This could be the start of the beginning of the end. This could be the birth pangs that's giving away into the great tribulation. And I frankly reached a place, man, where I want to proclaim it from the house talks. People's not right with God. They need to get right with God. They need to understand that the Bible warned humanity that days like this would come. The Bible told us that we need to be ready, that we need to know we're right with God. So listen to me, man. I want to tell you one more thing before I jump off here. About a month ago, God laid something on my heart. And and, and I know this is switching gears, but you got to hear this. This is very important for you to hear and tell your kids about that God laid on my heart about a month ago, that as we get close to the end, there's going to be a transition where the temporary blindness that was, that's been on the Jews is going to get over onto the Gentiles. And it really startled my heart because Jesus said right before he comes back, it would be as it was in the days of Noah. And in the days of Noah, my friend, the ark door got shut and it would not open back up. It would not open back up. So I want you to know, man, you got to be ready. you got to know your heart's right with God. Don't be fooling around. Make sure you're in the ark of Jesus Christ. Make sure you're prayed up and make sure you're looking up because he's coming again. God bless you tonight at uh, probably 9 o'clock. Brother John Glencoe is going to be doing a live show talking about the end times. Don't miss that tonight. Be blessed. Hey, man, those are some of my favorite <laughs> Favorite messages of Pastor Stevie, man. I, he he is on fire for God. He gets me stirred up. <laughs> he really does. And I hope it bless you today. And I hope that you could be able to share with, um, yeah, like John the Baptist. <laughs> I hope you guys will be able to share with your friends and family. And um, he's right on. And I don't need to say nothing else. I just wanted, I felt led to play some of my favorite um, messages from him. Um, you can look him up. Uh, I, I think I spelled his name, his last name right there in the messages. Steve Laddick. Um, it's a family. There's a family. It's a mom, his mother and his father, I believe. And I know I've met his sisters before. They're up in Hyman, Pennsylvania, um, outside of Cumberland. I don't know how far 
out by Cumberland. I want to maybe say maybe about 20 minutes outside of Cumberland, maybe 20, 30. I think I've been to his church twice, and the one experience I had with God, oh my God, I will never forget that. It, it was it was a blessing, but I felt led to share. The Holy Spirit was tugging on me. I said, let me let me share his message, and um, the Lord told me which one to share. So I hope it blessed your spirit tonight, and thank you for tuning in. And um, like I said, I want to be resting in the Lord. The Lord's been dealing with me about getting rest, so I'm just trying to take a two-week vacation if I can. <laughs> rest while my kids are on vacation i'm gonna take a little vacation myself sometimes we need to rest amen rest in the lord so that's what he gave me whatever the lord gave me to share that's what i want to come on i'm you know i want to share this platform with many people who are preaching the gospel of jesus christ so um sister robin i also got your message so i'm gonna try to tune in with you guys too on the tuesday i believe you said um, I'm gonna review that and, and have it um in my phone. Thank you for sharing. So refreshing to hear the gospel, the true gospel. That's right. He, I, I'm telling you, like when I hear him, it's like I set on fire inside. Like you know, and I said uh, early on of the show, I said that Pastor Stevie, you could take him anywhere. You could take him in the hood. <laughs> you could take him to Mexico, Africa, and people will listen to what he has to say. You know, it's not you can't find too many. And my husband's the same way. Pastor Martin's the same way. Like you could take them anywhere, and people will stop and listen. They they speak with conviction and fire. You're just like, oh my god, like you know, it hits you just right. But um, I've just felt like I wanted to share, you know, share the Holy Spirit was putting that on my heart. And I said, well, let me just be obedient and get that done. So I hope I'm trying to work out these little kinks in the podcast and the audio and. Uh, trying to get it together. So I thank y'all for tuning in. I'll be praying for you. God bless you. Um, and I want you in your spare time to read Psalms 91. I know some of you guys are familiar with that, but to keep reading that, pray that over your house and your jobs, um, in the season. In Jesus' name, I love you guys. And I got one song for you and I'm on my way out. Um, any, if you have any prayer requests, you can put them down below. I'm going to get it. I love you too, girl. Love you, sis. And, uh, I'm going to get it where you guys can call in. You can call in. But I'm not going to do that tonight. I just want this word to go forth and allow it to minister to you. And I have one song to play. And after the song, I'm going to close this out. The Lord uh, gave me this song, Burn For You. You know, that's what God is looking for. He's looking for some people on fire, ready to preach the word, fiery word of God, bold with boldness, you know. And um, I'm going to come back and share what the Lord gave me about are you going to be a weak Christian or a strong Christian? You know, when we get saved, we just think everything is going to be uh, hunky-dory. Everything's fine. Like, we don't want to go through the trials and tribulation, but the trials and tribulation build us, you know. And then um, also, you know, we're, you know, this the battle that we face is not flesh and blood. And I don't think a lot of people get taught on how to be a, a soldier in the army of the Lord. And know that you know, there's a spiritual battle. We seem to forget even everything that's going on right now. This is a spiritual battle. Um, I shared a little bit of that on my ministry page. But um, when the Lord gets done dealing with me, I'll come back and, and speak what God laid up on my heart regarding that. And I've been warning the people since 2015 and a little a year ahead of that before, too. You know, when you're in the prophetic, moving out in that, when things begin to play out and people are panicking and leaders act like they don't know what to do like we you know we've been telling you like we <laughs> the lord warns you this is coming but nobody wanted to take heed but anyway we'll get on that another time but god bless you we'll just keep praying for our nations and um and all of our uh, pastors and those in the ministry and around the world we keep lifting them up in jesus name you know it's just 
this this word was powerful today i loved it i love you sis hang in there with me one moment
bless you guys and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you guys and I will be praying for you. Love you. Have a good night.